Wait, because this, this we, 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 we point this out. We have the cell leader who's telling the assistant to fill it in. So that, that, that alone is a big problem. And the problem is this. The purpose, please hear me, the purpose of the cell reports is not to give us information. That's the secondary purpose. The primary purpose of the cell reports is for you as the leader to have an overview of your cell and its current performance. So the report must be filled in by the leader, not the assistant. So give it back. You all need to fill in your own reports anyway. And anyway, you as a leader should be filling it in anyway. Um, yeah, so that's, that's it. Yes, yes. They, then we need to cast something out of them. Uh, there's, obviously, there's, a, there's obviously a problem. There's obviously a problem. <laughs> okay, okay. If you have a question, feel free, please. Okay, it's a private. Okay, I'm coming over. <laughs> so, have you, how many of you are still completing the report? How many of you have finished your reports? All right, do you have any qu questions about the report? All right, Andrew? Yes. Yeah. So the question is where you're asking about the spiritual health in various areas like follow-up prayer is quite subjective. Is there a reason? Absolutely there is a reason. It is subjective for a reason because we want to find out from your perspective as a leader how you view the health of your group. Now, the reality is, is this, is that you should have a supervisor and periodically that supervisor should meet the cell leader should be meeting with that supervisor at least three to four times a year. All right. So uh, that supervisor should pick up on some of these things um, along the way. But that is there. That is that's there for a reason. Yeah. Um, Hannah, well, same. Okay, fine. All right. So any other questions? Tanwa, do you want to ask your question? Sure. 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 Yes. Sure. Sure. So basically, is there a criteria for leading a cell? The answer is there is a criteria. Second thing is, what do you do if the leader of the cell is not that mature spiritually? Um, well, again, that is very subjective because you have all kinds of leaders. You have leaders who are like Edmund, who was your um, cell leader, who's very strong in the word and could answer difficult questions. But then remember, he had a cell with people who he was more mature than, right? So the key thing that you have to hear about the cells is that the cell leader will attract people they can handle. That's the kind of people you will attract. Because 
if I am going to a cell and I'm looking for a cell for input, it will be ridiculous for me to go to a cell of somebody who cannot minister to me. You understand? Um, and the purpose, and also, even if I was leading a cell and somebody came into that cell and if they gave me a problem that I could not solve, I should be able to refer them to somebody else. Because otherwise, what will happen is you will have a lot of people in the church who will be not doing what they should be doing to help others because they're looking at others more mature than they are. Sure, thank you. Absolutely, absolutely. And and I think you, you, you touched on something that you said that you didn't feel that you were, um, you needed to be an authority over such people to help them. I want to emphasize that being a cell leader doesn't give you authority over people. It is, it is you are just there to help. The authority. But we are all our brother's keeper. Sure. Sure. No, you're not counting. Sure. Right, but you're going to have that problem even with pastors. You're going to have that problem in any, in, in any sphere of life, church or otherwise, where you have people who are unable to do what they claim to be able to do. The purpose of cell ministry and the context in which we're teaching it is, like, you know, we said, why should we do it? We gave several reasons. Some of it is to facilitate growth. Some of it is to help pastorally because the reality is, whilst it's fantastic that organically, someone like you can freely serve people, the reality is that if we don't have a proper structure that facilitates growth, many people will fall through the net. And that's what we, even in our local context, even though we have cells, that's what we're finding, that people are falling through the net because we don't have a structure that facilitates 
and serve them well. The other thing that is important, and, and I hear what you're saying about maturity. I agree with you entirely that people ought to be mature. But remember what we're talking about here. We're talking about an individual who feels from God that they should serve others who are not as mature as they are, who are not as strong as they are. They should come alongside them and help them in growing because of the Great Commission. Now, in my humble opinion, that touches everybody. And the other thing is, is that the question that I would ask someone like yourself is, when you lead somebody to Christ, when somebody comes to faith or somebody who's weaker, whose responsibility is it to help that person to continue to grow? Is it only the pastors? Is it only your cell leaders? Or do you have a responsibility there? And I know your heart. You would say, of course, I have a responsibility. So my issue would be this. Why don't all of us take responsibility for what God expects of us? Not from what the church expects from us, what God expects from us as believers. Like it says in Hebrews 5, the latter part, when the time has come that you ought to be teachers, you need someone to teach you again the fundamentals and are not skilled in the word um, and, and you need milk. And the reason for a lot of that is because many people have been in church for years, but they have not developed. Look, when I first started going to church, there were people who looked like giants to me. Two years later, they looked like dwarfs to me. And the reason was because some of them were at the place where they were when I met them and they never moved on, you see. And in the Christian faith, in our faith, if you are not doing something what God gives you, you will lose it. So I, 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 I agree with you about the maturity side, but I think there's a balance. And the balance is we do what we are expected from God's word to do. And I think... Anybody who's in any kind of leadership, when they are faced with challenges that they cannot handle, should never pretend. There are other people who can handle it. I have senior ministers who will come to me and say, in fact, they will say, this problem, we need to ask Joseph. It doesn't change the fact that they are senior ministers over churches. It doesn't change the fact that they have authority in other areas. But there is a challenge that they cannot deal with, and they have to ask me to deal with it. Now, what do I do when I have, I can't deal with it? I call all the team back and say, Let's, how do we deal with it? You know, so, so the point I'm making is, is that just because you may feel inadequate in, somewhere, in some area, that's not, that's not um, validate what you are adequate to do. I hope that helps. And remember, we have a criteria as well. Um, and also within that criteria, if a person is not in right standing, they are not given the authority to continue to serve in leadership. That's what we do. I hope that helps. Thank you. But your question is fantastic. Thank you. Thank you so much.